1: This is Tom and Bach coming at you live from Koppel's Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens.
2: I think today is probably overall the best practice I've been a part of
1: in Nebraska. Jake Bockelman. I think we had our best week of practice ever again, so if our goal is to get better day by day, it's been a good week. Tom and Bach starts now.
2: Hour number three out of Friday with Tom and Bach. Tom Stevens here, Jake Bachhoven there, who slept like three hours in the last six days because uh, he's doing both the morning show and this show.
3: Yeah. Uh, People aren't tired of my voice yet.
2: <laughs> Sometimes I, I remember having to do that uh, back in my radio days. I mean, I'm still on radio, but I, yeah. I don't cross over a lot. Nobody wants me on their show, so I don't have to do it. Uh, but when DP... Uh, leaves on vacation. I think we're all chipping in. He's, he's going somewhere over Christmas for like a week or so. Who oh, is he? I haven't heard. Um, yeah, so we'll be doing it then. Uh, but Simple loves you, so you are always uh, the go-to oh, guy. It's, it's a great. The it's guy always out a good time to do it. With Simple. Yeah. Simple loves you, and rightfully so. You are a good dude. Uh, Jake Sorensen. The reason you are filling in, yeah, uh, for Jake Sorensen is he was at the Dolphins' games last night, and they won. Uh, they beat the Ravens twenty-two to ten last night. Uh, Talia, or Tunga or Tua, Tonga. It's Iowa. just Tua, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Tua, that, not his brother. Yeah, he came in for jo- Jacoby Brissett, uh, who had a knee injury, and they win the game. They um, they're now three and seven. They won two straight. Uh, the Ravens had gone fifty-one straight games with scoring at least fifty-one points. Good uh, stat there, but they didn't. With look scoring? Like, how many points? Uh, scoring at least uh, fourteen points. Fifty-one okay. straight games, fourteen points. Oh, uh, wow. But they looked terrible last night. And, uh, you know, uh, Miami gets the win. And so I'm happy for Jake because he went to Miami to see a game and he was rewarded. Yeah. Have you been to Miami? Well, yeah, you've been to the Orange Bowl. I've been to the Orange Bowl twice. Uh, And one year uh, it was not for a Nebraska game. It was Oklahoma versus Florida State. Oh,
3: the 2000 Yeah,
2: 2001.
3: went to the national championship game? That's awesome.
2: uh, Because we had bought the tickets thinking Nebraska could be there. <laughs> oh, Really? <laughs> uh and we thought we're going anyway. It's Miami. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's loud. the worst that could happen? And it was fun. It was a great time. Yeah. 13 to 2, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was, was a bad game and Stoops only national title. Yeah. That's uh, kind of cool though. We thought you know he did it with a bad team or not a great team. Yeah. Uh he's going to reel him off. He had better teams. He had way better teams than that one. Yeah. Uh so that was the last time I was in Miami. And uh it was a good time. I I could
3: Take off, go to Miami anytime. Oh yeah, I need. I still haven't been. I need to go there. I went. I've been to Orlando, but Um, that's not Miami.
2: I want to talk about something that Colin Cowherd said on his show with Joel Clatt. Joel Clatt, you might remember that he uh, talked about it. He's done a couple of Husker broadcasts. I think he did the Ohio State game. Yeah, uh, he did as well. Uh, But he said after the Oklahoma game, which I think he also did, that he guaranteed Nebraska is going to win one of these big games. It's going to be Michigan or it's going to be Wisconsin. It's going to be Iowa. It's going to be one of these games. They're going to step up and they're going to win. Yeah. Uh, So he's already been on board with Nebraska football, but so is Colin Cowherd. This is what Cowherd said uh, regarding, he started off uh, a little different about the state of college football, but then he drifted into the Nebraska conversation. Here's how it went. One more topic. We're late here, but I think this is valuable. Is that uh,
1: I have this kind of world view on college football programs? You're either a six year rebuild or a three year. Mm. Okay, so even even Nick Saban lost a Louisiana Monroe his first year and Utah his second. So the 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 USC right now, if a good coach goes in, that's three years. Correct. Uh, Alabama, Ohio State. Uh, now Oklahoma, Bob Stoops won a Natty his second year. Second year, but there's about eight to ten of them. You probably can do it in two, but those are three-year rebuilds. Yep. And then there's what I would call six-year rebuilds. Like Chip Kelly, UCLA Stadium's not on campus. They're the second biggest college football brand in their city. I think Nebraska is a six-year rebuild, not a three-year. So everybody wants Scott Frost out. And my takeaway was no, Nebraska finally got it right because he's in year four. And people go, well, they're not winning. Well, it's a six-year
4: rebuild, That's and right. I believe if you watch Nebraska play this year, games are getting closer. Way closer. So in fact,
1: I was for bringing this guy back.
4: I thought it was a great decision, and remember, their new athletic director is Trev Alberts, right. who's, who's a Nebraska legend. Now, they didn't actually cross paths and play together, but each of them are, are legends in their own right in the Nebraska community. Nebraska absolutely got this right, keeping Scott Frost. They are light years better than what they were two and three years no ago. No question. They've played four teams in the CFP's top eight, four and the first three of them they lost by a total of 13 and then they were only down by 6 to Ohio State before Ohio State kicked they, that they, late they field goal did. they are way better and by the way all you have to do talk to the other coaches in the conference Ryan Day in our conversations with him last week he was like man i haven't been this nervous for a game in a long time this is going to be and he said and i quote one of if not the best team we've faced this year they've faced oregon they've faced penn state he was very complimentary of what Nebraska was doing, in particular on defense, and I think that they did the right thing with Scott. Now, he made an adjustment to his contract in order to make some more room for assistance that he's now going to hire after making adjustments Harbaugh on his a offensive staff. He Harbaugh did a similar thing. He did.
1: Harbaugh. So, I, you know, you guys, all you fans out there, uh, you all want to fire the coaches. You got to cut, like OBJ, what are you? What are you? There's about eight programs in the country,
4: maybe 10. You're a three-year rebuild. And, and ne- then the rest of you are six years or, in Nebraska. Some are six or more. And, and think about this. Now Nebraska doesn't have a, a genuine tie to Texas. In 2010-11, right. the last time they were really competing on the top end of their conference, they had 20 players from Texas. Now they have seven. Well, I, don't, I don't like the Texas excuse. Yeah. But that's
2: the conversation uh, with Joel Klatt. And a lot of people think the same way with Colin Cowherd and Joe Klatt, that it never was a three-year re- rebuild. This is, a, you know, they, they faced a mess. Uh, they came in here. It was supposed to be I hear seven years, you know. Give him a long runway. Give him the extension and get out of his hair. Let him go. And there are people in the national media, obviously, that feel the same way. We are a little impatient, and we should be, because Nebraska basketball, or football, basketball too, uh, has been horrible for a long, long time. Uh, from the outside, though, you hear that perspective a lot. You heard it after Frank being fired. You're firing a 10-win coach? Are you crazy? But now they're three wins, and people are saying, you're crazy if you fire him, and it's a good move to keep him.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, in in – Collard always likes to come to his, his hardline conclusions. Of, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think you're either a three or a six. I mean, I think there, there can be five years and four-year yeah. rebuilds and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I, I do understand the the, the approach. And, uh, you know, it, it is a thing where if Nebraska probably didn't have as much of a buyout, you know, how much does that factor in? Maybe they would have... Uh, you know let it go and, and see what Scott Frost could have done elsewhere and there's certainly the bigger possibility that if Scott Frost wasn't a, a folk hero around here that they you wouldn't be uh you know retained at all so it it's uh it's kind of fascinating i but it is good to get to hear that approach and specifically, I like Clatt's point is just talk to Ryan Day. Ask Ryan Day how close Nebraska is um, because that's what you really want. You know, that's how you can really gauge, um, you know, the the competition level. If Ohio State's a little nervous to play Nebraska, it's the first time in years Ohio State's been nervous
2: to play Nebraska. Right. Uh, It was funny when uh, Mitch mentioned uh, they're not going to grade him on stop rate this year uh, because we've talked about Nebraska still in the top 30 of PFI. Nebraska's the only losing team as highly ranked in the PFI as – there are. And then Ryan Day as there is and then Ryan Day saying those things, he's not making it up when he thinks Nebraska and, and he's not the only one that said that about Nebraska. They they're a good team. They're gonna be tough to beat. Um, but they also have to be thinking in the back of their minds, guys like Ryan Day or PJ Fleck or whoever, they'll find if you stay patient, they'll find a way to beat themselves. Yeah. I bet those discussions Absolutely. I bet those discussions also happen. Yeah. If you don't turn it over, if you don't do the same stupid things that they do they'll beat themselves so you're hearing the rosy stuff about nebraska and that's what usually happens with coaches uh i mean coaches always say this i have no idea why they fired that guy uh that guy was really good because you beat him every year is that why you're saying that um bill (laughs) bill self said it about uh tim miles or you know you've had people say it uh, in the past, whether it was Barry Collier or Doc Sadler, I think it was Bill Self saying about Doc Sadler yeah. when he was fired. He was a good coach. Why'd you fire him? Um, so coaches say th- some things that are genuine, but they also protect their guys to a certain degree. They never call a team bad, t- a bad team. Unless yeah, well, that's
3: a bad team. That's or, a bad team. It'll, it'll, not very well prepared. Yeah. And- uh, maybe Blake
2: <laughs> Ki- Kiffin might say that or something yeah. like that.
3: Uh, but LSU Ed Orgeron did say uh, about the Alabama team: "This is not the Alabama of the teams of past." Ah. Uh.
2: Yeah, and so um, I, take, I I think it's like you've been saying. You could have argued either way in the Frost decision. Uh, it was time to let go. You know, it's 15-27. and 27. They're not winning in the league. They're 10-22 and 22 in the league. Uh, they don't beat uh, ranked opponents. All those things would be true. And then you point to PFI or stop rate and all these things, and you could say, yeah, but they're really close. Look at all these one-score games. Uh, I understand uh, either way you would have gone in this situation. Uh, But the six-year rebuild, maybe there's something to that.
3: Yeah, like I said, I, I don't know. If, like you said, I don't I don't know if there's a right or wrong situation or 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 in, ending you know whatever yeah. whatever they decided on. I I kind of like it. I think most Nebraska fans like it because it kind of gives you an idea that hey, this is either going to improve significantly next year in the wins column, all that other stuff we can throw out. It's going to improve next year yeah. in the wins column, or we're going to move on. Um, but you know, there, I, <laughs> most most you have to always remember this: most coaching. Most coaches in general end up getting fired. I mean, yeah. there's there's not there's no saying Scott Frost wouldn't go nine and four next year and five and seven the next year and then you let him go. Yeah. So I mean, it it there's there, you know once you hit it once you build it, it's not there. It's college yeah. football. You have to keep you know, replenishing that, you know, all your players are going to leave. And that's kind of yeah. what people are worried about this year is, is yeah. how much of the success is, is based on guys that won't be here next year anyway. So it, it's the, you know, it's a lot of nuance. There's a lot going into this decision. I, 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 it, it's kind of nice to hear the national media or some of the the, the, the respected big heads in college football um, say that this is a good idea and and, and go along with it rather than yeah. you know get 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 a whole bunch of you know crap thrown our way. But at the same time, you still go go look at the um, biggest you know. There's like. Hotseats.com yeah. or whatever it is. Don't go to that. I don't know if that's right. the one. But look up Hot Seat Coaches yeah. College Football on Google. And, you know, Nebraska, Scott Frost is right at the top of the list. Yeah. Like his seat is on fire. Yeah. It's just that Nebraska's already said he's
2: coming back. Yeah. Uh, this off the text line, four six four five six eight five 5685, Hammond text line, Honda of Lincoln hotline. Uh, doesn't our schedule hypothetically give us a break next year? That is true. Uh, also, this, I love that we are competitive again unlike the last few years. I think a lot of people just feel that way. Uh, They want to see a team that doesn't get blown out on national television against Ohio State and Michigan. And that didn't happen this year, uh, or against Oklahoma. And quite frankly, the record is crap. And if you would have told me that this is the record, I would say, you got to fire him. And then you go back and you look at the season, and you go, you know what? It's not an easy discussion because your defense is better. And there's no way at the start of the year that if you would have told me Nebraska didn't get blown out one score game against Oklahoma, didn't get blown out one score game against Michigan, probably could have made the argument. If they kick a couple of field goals, they beat Ohio state or have a better kicking game. If you would have told me that at the beginning of the season, I'm going, you're crazy. That's not going to happen. Yeah. That couldn't happen. So you see the evidence, even though it's not, it's just not black and white. It's just not an easy discussion. I think to have it's, should be about wins and losses, and it better be next year. But for this year, I guess I can understand it a little bit.
3: Not that I'm happy with and, it. And that, that's the thing, is that there's things pointing in the right direction. That whole, like, you're either a th- three-year or a six-year yeah. rebuild. If you're a six-year rebuild, and you're in year two, yeah. like like the Mike Riley thing, um, if you're a six-year rebuild, at that time you would maybe say a three-year rebuild because yeah. Nebraska was where they yeah. were um, if you are going into one or the other. But, like that's fine. If you want to have your complete evaluation after six years or whatever, but if it looks awful in year four and it's not heading in the right direction, then you can cut ties with it and start anew. So, I mean, and I think it's silly to just categorically put all these teams in either this or that. And because you can get these, these Mel tuckers or, or guys that just come through they're great coaches. They can get it done uh, a, a lot quicker. And, you know, and, and stabilize the program. And, 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 you know, who knows if he's going to stay at Michigan State much longer. But, you know, those those are the – that's and, – and I know that those are not often. Like, right? Man. There's like one or two of them in every recruiting cycle. But that's what you're going for. You're going to hire the best of the best. Man. That's your hope when you go out there and do it. So I think it's kind of silly just to say, well, if you're not LSU or USC, we should just give you six years. Yeah. I,
2: I understand it, though. I understand Nebraska is a developmental program, whereas USC or in the case of LSU, they're more, you know, you can get the five stars right away. You can get the guys that can change your program in a heartbeat. Whereas Nebraska, you probably need the juniors and seniors to be at their peak to win games. So it's fine. It's a fine line. Um, it's a fine line. It's, it's, a, it's not an easy discussion. and I thought it would be. Uh I really thought if if we were sitting here at three and seven at the start of the year it's 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 an easy decision it's over it's yeah. absolutely over there's no way you could bring that guy back and then I saw the season and i've had a chance to stand back from it a little bit uh with a bye week and i I think eh, i don't know i maybe keeping the defense, which is good, and the head coach. It's an okay decision. It's not a great decision, yeah. but you got the buyout and you got the- uh, Make edit. tweaks rather than float, yeah. uh, the blow it up. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's like I'm right in the middle. I, I can't make a strong case either way, or maybe I can make a strong case either way, but I can't make a decision on what is right because this could easily fail and probably more likely will fail than succeed because it doesn't- You can't point to a ton of examples where it has historically. Yeah. It just doesn't work out historically, but that doesn't mean it won't. This time, that doesn't mean it won't. This time, it'll be very interesting to see. And I, I, it's sad that we have to wait till the end of the bowl season, probably, to find out who the, even the offensive coordinator is. I'm hoping that's not the case, but it feels like it might be. I mean, yeah. it, it feels like you're going to have to wait for some of these guys to play their their bowl season, and then you pick your guy. Well, hopefully, they're high profile enough that yeah. that they're coaching right now. Right. Yeah, you would like them to be coaching. Yeah. But not all great coaches are going to be coaching at the end of the yeah. season there's there's some names out there uh that you know just guys that just had bad years that are available that are really good it's not always about you know the wins and the losses but and that and that's
3: a great example of what happened this year with Nebraska football. It's not all about that. And it's crazy that we, we – we, I mean, it, it, all the focus is on next year mm. because they made these, these moves and, and, you know, back to Scott Frost and you know it's coming back, but um, there's two games left. Um, it's crazy um, that there's two games left, and, and the whole narrative, the whole focus um, is beyond that. Just get to five. Um, they and, could
2: still get to five. They could still get to five or just play close against Wisconsin
3: and, <laughs> and beat Iowa. <laughs> we have finally got to the point where we will accept close because we don't yeah. have a choice because really you're not getting fired. Right. So it's
2: going to be the longest off season in the history
3: of college football. <laughs> this off season is going to take like eight years. Oh, but get, there's going to be some headlines when we um, when we figure out with Martinez or the next right. quarterback or oh, yeah. the OC. I mean, it's
2: going to be crazy. We'll, we'll be saying every day who look who's in the transfer portal. Oh, yeah, they got to go get that guy. Got to go get that guy. We're going to go get Evan Bland, uh, not even from the transfer portal. He's here every week. Uh, He writes for the Omaha World-Herald. Nebraska got a baseball commit. Maybe we'll uh, ask him a little uh, about baseball, but certainly a lot about Husker football. We'll do it with Evan coming up next.
1: Download our app by searching 93.7, a ticket in your app store, to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bob.